0: You are listening to the Tech Chef Podcast. This is episode number 59, July 12th, 2022.
1: Hi, this is Chad Horn.
2: And this is Shelley Rupel, co-founders of Devour, and you are listening to the Tech Chef Podcast.
0: Business strategy, business continuity. How about a taste test of restaurant technology? drive through or curbside, mobile
1: apps or AI. It's
0: all on the menu. Cooking up for the date. It's a recipe for success. You're in good hands with the tech chef. Make a
2: plan to be your best. Strategize with the tech
0: chef. And I'm back. That's right. It's another week, and that means it's time for another edition of The Tech Chef. For our regulars, thanks for tuning in again. And for those of you just joining us, welcome. This is the one-stop shop for all things hospitality, technology, and strategy related. So if you want to make your organization more profitable and efficient, this is the place for you. To make sure you don't miss a single episode, be sure to subscribe to our show via your favorite podcast app, software, or service. We're glad to have you here. So what are we cooking up on today's show? Well, we'll be taking a look at some groundbreaking restaurant technology news that happened last week. Our special guests will discuss how they are rapidly changing the industry one bit and bite at a time. So whether you're a tech novice or an expert, heck, you don't even need to understand technology at all as there's something for everyone on today's show as it is a super interesting topic and might open your mind to new possibilities that, well, just last week, you didn't think was a reality or did not think it would happen for many years to come. The company Devour is focused on positively impacting restaurants and their fans. Their mission is to deliver Web3 technology to delight guests, retain workers, and grow your brand. They are a group of experienced restaurant technology professionals ready to change the Web3 dining experience and guest engagement. We are lucky to have two of the co-founders from Devour on today's show. As CEO and co-founder of Devour, Shelly Rupel brings 30 years of experience as a technology entrepreneur, strategic partnership leader, and restaurant owner. Before Devour, She most recently was Senior Director of Strategic Partnerships at Par Technology, overseeing teams that managed 150 channel partners and 200 solution integration partners for the Brink POS division of Par. Chad Horn is also co-founder of Devour, creating the fusion between restaurants and the blockchain. He's on the team making crypto and NFTs easy, accessible, and fun for restaurants and their fans. If you have been waiting for Web3 to become a reality in the restaurant industry, or you thought it was a crazy idea and would never happen, it does not matter. This show is for both sides of that thought process. Wow, your company has made a pretty big splash the other day in the restaurant world. You announced a new ecosystem of products that we will be talking about today and the technology behind them. Let's start off with some quick intros. Now, this audience more than likely remembers you, Chad, as you were on episode 51 back in April.
1: Yeah, Skip, thanks for having us on. Uh, my background is, uh, no surprise, restaurant technology. I've served in various roles, principally centered around partnerships at companies that have done everything from analytics, loyalty ordering, front of house, uh, mobile apps, uh, even point of sale. So uh, various uh types of uh, uh, interfacing with uh, the ecosystem here uh, in restaurant technology. Shelley, welcome to The Tech Chef
0: as a first-time guest. I did not want this to be the Chad and Skip show, and I really wanted you here today to articulate the vision that you have every time that we have spoken in person at a conference or on the phone. It is very clear of what you want and how you want it done. So thank you so much for your time, both of you. This is a very last minute because this announcement just came out, and I really wanted to talk to you in more detail about your news. This is a question I don't think I've ever asked either one of you two. Um, How did you all meet, and why did you start Devour? Now, that will also be a good opportunity for us to understand what Devour does. Shelly, maybe you can field this one.
2: Skip, we're very excited to be here. I'm, I'm glad to be a, a, a first-time guest with you and, and, and be able to to crash the party here with uh, you and Chad. But, um, you know, that's a great question. And, and and each of us is the three co-founders. We have collectively about 75 years of experience in the the tech and and restaurant tech space, but we also have some history of working together. Uh, Chad and I met when I was at a a company, what relatively well-known point-of-sale company five or six years ago. Um, He was at a a loyalty solution. We started working together and and really formed a a really good working relationship from there. And then I had the opportunity to to recruit him to a couple other uh, positions um, uh, after that. And and in the end, right before Devour, uh, our other co-founder, Lisa Edbert, um, Chad and, and myself, were all at um, a, another POS company when we decided to, to go out on our own. So we, we've we had a great uh, opportunity to work together in the past and know a little, <clears throat> excuse me, a little bit about how each of us work. Um, and that's that's led very well into um, the, the founding of, of Devour. And I'll, I'll let Chad tell a little bit of our actual founding story there.
1: Being from the industry, uh, Skip, we we certainly had familiarity with restaurants uh, and the restaurant ecosystem and restaurant operations, and it's uh, there's a lot to it, right? And there's there's uh, at least a few hundred companies uh, of relevance uh, supplying restaurants with various technology services here in the states alone. We also happen to be uh, Web three enthusiasts. Uh, it is gradual process, like it is for everybody. You know, first paying attention to certain cryptocurrencies that caught our attention. For me, it was one in the gaming world because that's something I, I had enjoyed a a while back. And, and then those, that interest ballooned and eventually we were all talking and saying, Hey, we all like the, what's we're seeing in web three. We see it growing tremendously attracting a massive amount of investment and talent and just great ideas. Um, It was no doubt neither any of our mind that this was going to be not just a trend, but a revolutionary set of technologies. And as we've seen before in the restaurant industry, restaurants often get left behind with those kind of movements. Um, They're they're the last uh, last to the party uh, historically. Now the pandemic changed that because the pandemics you know made it very clear to restaurants, hey. If you weren't up, up to snuff with technology before, you now had to be to survive. And so it's gotten better. And, uh, and yet, there, we knew that if, uh, if the restaurant industry didn't have a right team supporting them and holding their hand through this complicated, fast-growing category, um, it wouldn't, wouldn't be as positive for the industry that, that we love that it could be. So that was really how we got together in, uh, with Conviction to start Devour.
0: And Shelly, what is your industry background and how did you get involved in the whole Web3 piece of it as well?
2: Yeah, so I am a, a lifer um, when it comes to uh, technology and, you know, really uh, was an entrepreneur in the first round as POS even was a thing um, and the internet was coming about. Uh, I am one that my first job, like many, was in a restaurant and then I fell in love with with Technology and, and restaurant technology. So I spent 20 years of my career as an entrepreneur in, in the space uh, with large, both large retail brands, restaurant brands, government contracting. Uh, took a, a, a small break, and when I when I came back. I for the last decade have worked for uh, for others. So uh, back uh, directly into point of sale. I've been in the third party technology space, and then and then another uh, point of sale company running their strategic partnerships. And so it is. It's been a, a part of my passion and and love my entire career. Um, and it, you know, absolutely, is no place I'd, I'd want to be other than in uh, the restaurant technology space and restaurant industry in general. Um, how I got into to Web3 and, and crypto and, and blockchain, um, 2017, 2018, was there were business contacts in, in the restaurant industry, the tech space that had introduced me and started talking about Bitcoin. And, and I, I was one of those that was, I was curious, but I, I wasn't curious enough at that time really to, to dive in, did some reading about it. 2018, I started to dabble 2019 a little bit more. And and when the pandemic hit, it it was something for me that that I just kind of went headfirst into and and really uh, started to see all the possibilities of uh, what crypto and and blockchain and NFTs um, uh, could provide in real world. And then also just for me individually, I got more and more involved in it in that way.
0: Now, last time you were on the show, Chad, we were talking about everything Web3 related. You provided some very good insight to the listeners about the different technologies that we're seeing out there right now and that we're talking about here today. And for anybody not familiar with uh, our discussion here today, or if there's some odd terminology you're not familiar with, it is worth going back and listening to episode number 51. You were also about to launch a new NFT token in, it, in the industry collection at that time. That alone was some pretty exciting groundbreaking news. And since I got you on the hook already, how do you explain Mm -hmm. Web3 to someone in simple terms and why Web3 matters?
1: Yeah. So absolutely recommend the first episode and I'll even add other content. That's a great uh, YouTube search if there ever was one, because there's a lot of people that have been doing a great job of breaking that down simply. I'll call it, you know, Web3 is a new form of internet, right? It's, Rather than, right, the internet being run by governments and corporations, think of the internet as one that is decentralized, where, right, the the power and the control is in the hands of the individual, right? They own their identity. They own their content. We could be talking about it for this whole episode, Skip, and and, uh, go into much greater detail, but let's just again, encourage everybody to do some research on this because it's super important and interesting. But why it matters, right? Why does it matter to restaurants? It's, it's it. let's go back to the internet, right? The internet once upon a time was new. And what was it replacing? It was replacing television in some ways. It was replacing the phone book. I mean, it was replacing things that had come before, but not replacing as much as complimenting, at least for a while, right? And then the television, was a new evolution of let's say the radio, right? And so why that matters to a restaurant is web three is the place. It's the preferred means of engagement, uh, between your guests, right? A growing segment of your guests. It's attracted millions and millions of people. So web three just defines this growing segment. It's the preferred channel and a restaurant wants to be where its guests are. And there's these millions of people are just waiting to reward those businesses who reach out and engage them on their terms.
0: Shelly, can you tell us about the big announcement you guys made last week on July 7th?
2: Absolutely. So, you know, one thing that we are really studying is if you want to create a movement, you you release lightning bolts. And, and with that, we released um, on July 7th that we are launching a full Web3-enabled restaurant platform. And that includes Ordering, loyalty, waitlist reservations, uh, we'll have our own marketplace, um, as well as a, as a POS that we'll be beta testing in, in Q3 with a more generalized release of, of that in, in Q4. But it's a complete uh, restaurant platform um, that also happens to be web three, fully web three enabled as well.
0: One thing that sticks out maybe isn't, isn't as clear uh, due to its definition, but what is the marketplace going to consist of?
2: So when you think of a marketplace, I think most of the time what comes to mind for us is DoorDash, Uber Eats, uh, Grubhub, um, et cetera. And so it will be that style of a marketplace, brands and and restaurants, um, and and then also an opportunity to collaborate with other Web3 communities. So I'm sure we'll unpack a a little bit as far as the the ways that that Web3 can enable um, uh, restaurants and and brands and and their guest engagement, but our ability as well to cross-collaborate with other Web three communities and have them be a part of um, uh, the, the the marketplace as well but it will be where consumers can go and order uh, we will start off in, in major uh, metro areas that are very web 3 centric so it's uh, you know by no means trying to, to take on the, the country at one time um, so it'll be very strategically released in that way but um, consumers able to go and place orders have them delivered um, geo-fencing and NFTs you know the being able to, to sign promotions and and utility, but, um, but the heart of it will be a place where you are able to go and and place an order and have it delivered to your door.
0: Who you just brought up a keyword that, um, we did not define in the last episode I did with Chad. And as I do more and more research, it's become much more familiar term to me, but, um, Shelly, I'll have you go ahead and describe it. The term utility, what does that mean with an NFT?
2: Yeah. So NFT non-fungible token, um, with that that is you most projects or all projects want to assign you, you could either have just the nft and it's a, a jpeg or or an art or you can have actual utility in the way that that can be used um in in real world utility and so uh, you know for instance in the uh, the marketplace um uh, scenario or example that we were giving given if you have an a an industry collection nft that's that's ours or maybe the indy 500 ticket or a super bowl ticket that is a NFT, a brand would be able to assign a promotion to that. Maybe it's a hidden menu item. Maybe it's a twenty percent off today, or um, you know something uh, special that they can get a free you know fries with a combo. Any type of utility. Think of regular you know traditional promotions that restaurants do, um, and be able to assign it to holders of that um, NFT. And, and with that, then anyone holding that specific NFT, but not others that don't have that NFT, uh, would be able to receive that pr- promotion. And in and, and, and the NFT and, and Web3 world, that's called utility.
0: Great. Thank you so much for uh, clarifying that a little bit. Now, with this big announcement that you made, Shelly, what kind of restaurant is Devour for? Or m- maybe a better question is, who is it not for?
2: Definitely those um, uh, extremely traditional um, restaurants stuck in their ways and, and or not ready to move forward in um, uh, with technology and, and, and forward thinking as far as ready to, to uh, cross a chasm to, to a new technology, um, you know, those would probably be the restaurant brands that will be later to come, more of the um, uh, later adopters, um, for sure, uh, versus those who are, you know, forward thinking, really trying to, to reach a younger generation. Um, but um, and, and that's how I would describe that.
0: Now, I was on a video call the other day with some pretty influential industry thought leaders when this news came out. And I have to say, everybody was shocked that you came to market with (laughs) all of these items so quickly. Last we heard, you launched this industry NFT collection, which was pretty amazing and pretty revolutionary. All of a sudden, you released this whole ecosystem of Web3 technology specifically for the restaurant industry. Did you guys create this all yourself or did you partner with another company to do this?
1: Uh, Skip, we did partner with another company, and um, yeah, it's worth noting, and why everybody would be shocked, is Devour was founded in December, right? So we're, you know, seven months up the road, and we're coming up with a complete Web3 platform, and uh, the reason was, is we formed a, a co-development partnership with Ally, and they're they're experts in delivery logistics, and so they they... They had a platform that we were able to basically be our starting point. So we were we were starting a mile up the road um, when this partnership was formed. And now we're enhancing that to bring more Web3 capabilities to the platform, and that is the Devour platform. Uh, and so that partnership is what is making this happen on this time frame. And uh, so we're, we're well ahead of plan. Um, and that is also why Ally is our exclusive delivery provider as well. December,
0: I can't believe how much you guys have accomplished since in a very short amount of time. That is pretty amazing. So um, I'm I'm super excited to see what you guys are going to be doing next. So let's say you have somebody like me that really did not pay attention to Web3 and the technologies around it, couldn't define it, and never spent time to think about how to operationalize it, obviously. After spending time talking to you and your company and doing lots of research on my own, I know I have a passion for it. Now, for someone who gets that web3 is the future, Chad, how does Devour specifically help them be successful?
1: The most important thing Devour does to help them be successful is to not take a one-size-fits-all approach. We have a very powerful platform, but a, a platform is only as useful to a brand as is to how it is how they use it, right? The 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 approach, right? Does it fit them? And while we have uh, a lot of common common scenarios and common use cases, there's a broad range. We are talking with a number of extremely Web3 forward brands that uh, have intricate plans, sophisticated plans for the, the metaverse, and we've got them. Most brands, though, are still needing to take their very first step, right? If we're talking to them, they're curious, they're, they're looking at, all right, <laughs> I, I, we don't know everything and that's okay. And we have a plan um, that involves the, the industry NFT collection um, uh, using the word we talked about before. A brand can assign, create utility for a Web3 community that is not their own, that they don't have to go through all of the, uh, the process of standing one up, which you know, will make sense for them in time, but may not make sense as a first step. So no matter what a brand starting point is, we understand, we've, we've heard uh, a lot of different scenarios, a lot of uh, different starting points and factors, and we we have a, an approach that will meet everybody where they're at. So reading through the materials
0: that you guys released, you also mentioned about the verse. This intrigues me. Tell me more about that, Chad.
1: <laughs> yes, this was another big benefit of our partnership with Ally. So they've been working on a restaurant retail-focused metaverse for some time now. It is launching in approximately three months uh, with several hundred brands included at launch. And the reason this is really exciting are these three things. One, it's focused on a consumer experience at a restaurant. So integrated uh, using the same core platform as a first is the Devour platform. So a guest will be able to go into a storefront, a virtual storefront that will render in externally and internally. They'll be able to go in, place an order, and then that will integrate into the restaurant's uh, system so that the guests will get that delivery to their door, even with that order being placed in the metaverse. I know of no other solution that will be able to do that on the kind of time frame we're talking about. Another massive factor here is that this will be a fun, practical, accessible metaverse in its own right. You know, doesn't matter what the consumer experience is if people don't want to go to that metaverse to hang out and play. Right. So it is uh, deliberately rendered right in a um, lower polygon count would be the technical term, but less realistic so that the, the graphics are not overloading people's you know mobile devices. They can get in there, have fun and engage with their friends. Um, I won't go on and on with this, but it's a fun world in and of its own right. So people will want to be there. And third, It is the best first metaverse for any restaurant. Here's what I mean by that. There's thousands of metaverses today. There's going to keep going to be an increasing number. And as we mentioned before, restaurants want to be where their guests are. It's impossible to predict which metaverses will be those most relevant ones later this year, let alone a year, two, three down the road. And in fact, there, there are mega companies working on their answer to the metaverse that the world is yet to see and no doubt those will attract new populations so by working with us on the verse that whatever the restaurant builds there you know they they're building their experience that will be portable that will be bridgeable to other relevant metaverse worlds so if a restaurant would be otherwise concerned it's like well I could build this out and then that metaverse could go away that is not a concern with the verse because, we exist to help bring restaurants to other metaverse worlds so that their investment and their time and energy will not uh, be wasted regardless of, you know, who the winners are in the, in the metaverse.
0: You do realize I will be your first customer, right?
1: I am counting on
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> I, what is interesting about this is I can say even up until last week, what you're proposing to launch in three months Industry experts have said, it's great. It's a great idea. We can't wait for it to become a reality. Maybe a couple years from now, we'll start to see something like that happen. And you're about to launch in three or four months, hundreds of brands in this restaurant-based metaverse. That is absolutely mind-blowing to me. Now, they always say imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. With this being such a hot subject, it is going to attract competition, Shelly, what is devour's unique competitive edge in this whole area?
2: we We hope other um, providers technology uh, providers get into the space right That is what's going to enable web three to become more mainstream and 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 we want restaurants to to be able to uh, garner the the value from it you know, really for us, as far as the competitive edge is in part having, having this lead on the technology, that being able to get a mile down the road with the technology of taking it to market enables us absolutely to stay ahead of the curve then in additional features, functionality, and and value that we can bring um, to the system. So I think there's a, a portion that is our secret sauce, which is our experience and the restaurant industry and, and technology we we don't we don't come as at this as novices or or newbies from from that standpoint. So we understand what it is for restaurants to um, implement new technology, and, and that experience. Is, is huge for us from a competitive edge. And then the, the, the technology that we are uh, launching um, is is solid. It has uh, features and functionality that when you think of the Web2 world, that a lot of the, the solutions uh, don't have today. So that's exciting in and of itself. And then the, the Web3 component and being able to, to really help restaurants take advantage of ways that they can use NFT and accept crypto for payment and have those kinds of things be embedded um, we, we we definitely feel as though we've got an, an edge and we will be hard to leapfrog um, from that standpoint.
0: I would agree with that. It will be a very difficult challenge. You happen to make this big announcement on the very same day as another substantial announcement out there. And I would like to get your input on the Amazon and Grubhub deal. I'll let you both answer this. Chad, we'll
1: start with you. Yeah, my my reaction is that I don't know the economics of the deal, but it probably makes a lot of sense for both parties. Uh, I am an Amazon uh, member, so whatever they come out with something that is added value for me, I appreciate it. And that is one was like, yeah, uh, I'm going to use that a couple of times at least. So I think it makes sense. Right. Um, You know, Amazon used to be in the in the business of uh, restaurant delivery. And so this is also a chance for them to explore it again and, and get back into it. Cause I don't think they've forgotten about it in the, in the least. Um, but from whether I'm thinking about it from the business angle or the consumer angle, I think it makes a lot of sense and it's a win-win. Shelley, what are your thoughts?
2: I I agree with with Chad. I I had the opportunity to work with the Amazon team when they were in uh, food delivery and third party delivery um, when they uh, were in that space before um, from a technology side. And it it is a partnership that probably will absolutely benefit both. It gives Amazon the opportunity to to get back in um, in that way. It gives Grubhub a, a, a powerful partner from um, in uh, competition for them with DoorDash and, and Uber Eats, and the market share that, that both you know catching up with DoorDash, um, I think, is what they're all uh, trying to do. Um, so, it, it you know, it will remain to be seen what it looks like. Uh, Like Chad, I'm a Prime member, um, uh, and does that mean, you know? will I order? I'm not sure yet, right? I'd rather, you know, we've got our marketplace coming out, so we'll see uh, when that's available for me to to place orders. I do a lot of third-party food delivery, and and so it'll be interesting um, how that ends up playing out for both, but I think it probably strengthens uh, both their position there.
0: I think it's a pretty strong statement in the industry, and it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. All right. I'm going to let uh, either one of you take this last question. How can an interested brand get started if they want to explore Web3 technologies and to make sure that it's the right fit for them?
2: We'd welcome the opportunity for any of them to, to reach out and let's have a conversation. I think that's you know one of the things is that we're not we're not hardcore salespeople of trying to get brands to absolutely go to Web three. It's is it valuable for them? Is it in? Does it make sense for their roadmap and, and their operations and, and taking advantage of it as far as uh, pursuing a, a, a generation and the demographic that are into Web three and will continue to grow. So we would encourage um, anyone that is interested uh, visit our website uh, devour.io uh, reach out to us we've got live chat function on there we'd be happy to schedule meetings with anyone um that would uh just you know are interested and curious and would like to talk about it or have a plan and need a partner that can actually help them execute on that so um, happy to dive into the the platform and, and more details there um and we'll we we'll, uh you know schedule a meeting with us let's talk
0: thank you both of you for coming on to tell the industry about this major breakthrough in technology. What industry experts were saying was going to take years to come to fruition, if it came to fruition at all, you have made it a reality in a very short time period. Very commendable work. Your expertise and enthusiasm is contagious, and I can personally attest to that. So keep up the great work, and I can't wait to see this stuff in production because I am super excited to see how it all plays out. So I got to ask you, are you excited yet? I know I am. I wasn't kidding when I said I would be their first customer in the verse when it launches in a few months. Just the thought of being able to virtually being able to order your food and have it show up at the door is so ready player one. You know what? I finally feel like this industry is no longer the ones that are playing catch up. Well, if you're excited about today's show or just like to share some ideas in regards to how you're using Web3 technology, uh, you can reach me via anything social at SkipKimple or everything at Constrata. This includes Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and TikTok. You can go to the website at skipkimple.com for all of the archived shows, including the show notes. You can also hear these new episodes on the Constrata website at constrata.io. And you guessed it, if you want to email me, just do so at skip.kimple at constrata.io. Well, I'm going to be taking next week off for a little vacay, but we'll return with some new and exciting content on Tuesday, July 26th. I hope you are having a fantastic summer, and I can't wait to chat with you again later this month. I have so many fun things planned for this show over the remainder of the year, including a beloved celebrity chef, which I am still keeping under wraps just for now. So, until we meet again, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay hungry, my friends.